When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the latest captaincy video and podcast of the 2022-23 season. My name is Joe and joining me to pick the best captaincy candidates for game week seven is Tom Freeman, Fantasy Football Scouts Deputy Editor. Tom, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Joe. Um, pretty disastrous game week, um, like a lot of us, I think, in game week six. But uh, I had a great time up at Villa Park. Um, I went to the match on Saturday. First time I've seen Haaland play live. So um, that was a positive and, um, and helped me get through a, a pretty bad game week. Yes, it was. It was uh, pretty bad. I was actually away last week. I was on holiday. I, felt I've, I was only away for a, a few days, but I, I've, I appear to have missed... The tail end of game week four, all of game week five, and game week six as well. So I was making I was making my moves on the fly. Um, I captained Harland regularly, <laughs> so I just I just winged it with Harland. Uh, but that may be may be different um, this time around. Lots of lots of choice uh, there. Welcome those that are joining us in the live chat early. Uh, Breck Dog, uh, Breck Dog, hello. He's either saying hello or his name is Breck Dog. Hello. Um, Field FPL, Thomas D. Uh, FPL Springbok, uh, Vulture and Wayne and and more. Thanks so much um, for for joining us uh, in the live chat. Um, it's great to see you. Um, uh, lots of chat there about captaining, say, Son, uh, Harland uh, and various other people as well. So um, hmm, not sure, um, not sure who we're going to pick. So before we talk about the captaincy, um, I just want to uh, I, I understand we've got uh, a thing about Champions League. So a little competition starting up at the moment. So, yeah, we've got a few words to say about that. Yeah, so UCL Fantasy starts tonight. We've got a 5.45pm UK time deadline, which is when Chelsea and I think Dortmund kick off. They're the early ones tonight. So if you haven't played UCL Fantasy before, it's a bit more hands-on than FPL okay. in that you can, um, you can switch players and captaincy across the Tuesday and the Wednesday match days. So if you have a player tonight who scores two points, you can simply switch them out for one of your subs who plays tomorrow and gamble mm. on that. And you can do the same with captaincy. Okay. Um, similar scoring system to FPL. A couple of notable differences in one of those being that you get points for recoveries. So defensive midfielders like Jorginho can suddenly be quite valuable options um, because they're getting points for those recoveries. Cancelo does very well for them too. A um, couple of chips to play, wildcard and limitless. Um, and if you're interested in that, it is loads of fun. Um, there's loads of coverage on site at the moment. Louis, FPL Reactions, Match Day 1 tips have just gone up on the site. And he's gone with a front line of Lewandowski, Haaland and Benzema. 
Yeah. So um, I reckon you got captaincy covered there for that one. So uh, yeah, go and have a look over there if you're interested in uh, UCL. Okay, well, I think, I mean, I put a, a couple of pictures up to, to indicate the sort of players we could be going for. Benzema is one. Um, so I, I immediately said, oh, go put Benzema in. Um, and, but then I was doing, I was doing a, a little bit, a tiny bit of research. And I saw in the Scotsman, because uh, they're playing Celtic, um, that there is talk from Ancelotti that he could possibly be rested. I don't know whether that's mind games against the mighty Celtic or not, but, um, it could, it could be. But if he's, if he is playing, it looks a great option there. Good fit, four man fixture, and also a picture of Harland up there because who, who isn't going to go for him? Um, you know, he's on top form, can't stop scoring, and in the Champions League, and obviously, um, in the in the FPL, which is what we're here for. Um, so let's have a look, let's have a look at these uh, these fixtures that we've got in game week seven. Um, yeah, so uh, Leeds are at top. I no, don't know if anyone's going to captain a Leeds player this time around. But other ones with notable good fixtures is Arsenal. Arsenal at home to Everton. Everton, good at home. Not so good away. Arsenal, good at home. Not so good away. This So this looks perfect uh, for them. Uh, meanwhile, Haaland himself, he's got a pretty bad fixture. The worst in the fixture list, uh, according to this, against Tottenham. Um, and uh, Liverpool as well. So Salah will be a popular option there. I'm trying to find Liverpool in this list. It's comfortably mid-table in terms of trickiness of fixture um, at home to Wolves. So that's could score. Um, but, you know, Wolves have been quite good uh, this season so far. So, I mean, I've just picked out those three fixtures because they're the sort of three main targets. But what what do you glean from these fixtures in terms of the captaincy? What's this? What does this sort of push you towards? Well, I think the best fixtures there, like you touched on, Joe, are probably for, for Leeds and Brighton against the newly promoted two. Um, maybe Villa at Leicester too, but realistically, we're not going to be looking at those teams for captaincy. So I think the two that, that, that stand out to me there are probably Liverpool against Wolves and Arsenal against Everton. Um, neither of those defences have really rolled over so far. You know, Wolves have only conceded four and Everton have only conceded six, which we'll come on to mm. when we look at the defensives. But I think um, th- those are the two fixtures I'd be I'd probably be looking at um, when looking at the, the matchups ideally for captaincy. Okay. Um, I just, I mean, looking at this, yeah. I mean, well, we'll come to this a bit later with our top choices as well. But I, I'm a bit of a fixtures kind of guy, so that gives a bit of a hint into what I'm thinking. But let's have a look. You, you mentioned about the worst um, defenses, so let's have a look at um, them. So uh, this is all fixtures so far. We're only we're only six fixtures in. Um, so we can still sort of have a, an element of recency here. We don't have to f- sort of sort it to last four or last six yet. Um, so, yeah, this shows that uh, just shows how poor uh, Nottingham Forest are with uh, leads against them. So they've, their XGs is they've meant to have conceded. They're expected to have conceded 12. They actually conceded 14. So they're rubbish, whichever way you look at it. Um, Leicester, another rubbish side in terms of their defence. Uh, my team, Brighton, broke records, scoring six against them. I don't. I think officially it says five, but it's actually six goals because McAllister's first goal does count because <laughs> it's too brilliant to uh, not count. Um, so, yeah, they've conceded 16, 17 goals. And they're expected to have conceded just over 10. Uh, Fulham's defence, pretty good. Everyone's talking about Mitrovic, possibly even for the armband. Uh, but meanwhile, the defence is poor. <laughs> expected to concede 11. Um, luckily for them, they've only conceded nine. So they've expected to concede more. Uh, meanwhile, City, 
uh, for fans of uh, and Tottenham uh, amongst the three best. Same with Arsenal. Um, so yeah, well, I mean that, that's what that's what people can see on the screen. So for, uh, once again, where, where does this push you towards for the armband? Looking at that, you know, that tells us that Everton have probably been the, the weaker defence out of the three that we're looking at. They, they obviously kept Liverpool to a nil-nil at the weekend. They only conceded one against Chelsea earlier on in the season. Mm-hmm. I think my team, Villa, are the only score team to score two past them this year. Um, Cody and Tarkowski and Anana seems to have come in. They've got quite a, quite a rigid shape, um, yeah. tougher to break down than, than what they were for periods last season. Um, I was looking earlier, though, and they are 19th for shots in the box conceded and 15th for, for XGC, as you can see there. Um, so they might not be giving up massive amounts of mm. big chances, but they are conceding a lot of shots. And um, that kind of makes you think that Arsenal will be able to stick at least a couple past them at the weekend. At the other end of the table, it shows you how good Spurs have been under Conte. They're so well drilled, aren't they? Yeah, um, they've they've only allowed four big chances all season so far, um, the fewest in the division. Um, Chelsea proved that you can get at them earlier in the season, but, it, but they've generally been really solid. So, I don't think I don't think this is a defence. So the, these really. these figures here that we've got for Everton. So I mean, on on paper, out of Everton, Wolves, and Tottenham, the three sort of defences we're looking at here, kids have the popular captaincy picks. The, this Everton. One may be misleading, you think, because Everton have recruited well. Um, uh, or do you think Arsenal are just going to hammer them anyway? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think they'll hammer them. I don't, I don't think, when we're looking at the um, Liverpool fixture and the Arsenal fixture, I don't think they're going to hammer these teams. Mm. I think they've been pretty resilient this year. Okay. They, don't offer a, they don't offer a lot going forward, though, um, Everton or Wolves. So no. they will be pinned back. They'll give up a lot of shots. I see both maybe being similar score lines, maybe two goals, maybe a 2-0 or something okay. like that. Um, but I, I think probably Everton, maybe a slightly weaker back line than, than, okay. than Wolves. Yeah. Um, but then obviously at the other end, obviously Spurs have been, been really good. I mean, we'll come on to Haaland in a bit. This yeah. is Haaland, this is City. Yeah. They can score two, three past anyone. But just looking solely at the defences, then um, then you'd probably say Everton and then Wolves. Okay. So, so this, I mean... in. <sighs> This is troubling <laughs> because we want we want our captain to haul, um, and Holland him, uh, himself um, is against um, one of the best defenses, um, so he may not get a haul there. May score, but may not get a haul. Salah against Wolves, another another improving defense, a good defense, may not haul, and he's pinned to the wing as well. So much more this season, um, and then Everton um, slightly better, so. I mean, I, I remember back in the day, Arsenal used to pepper seven goals against Everton um, when they used to rack up into down in London. But um, maybe not the case. Well, it, so yeah, it's it's, it's tricky um, in terms of the fixtures. But but I do think Everton. I think Jesus at Arsenal probably just shades it for me currently. This podcast is sponsored by Paramount Plus, where Champions League soccer is back. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration starts on September the 6th with the biggest stars and top teams across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through to the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against the likes of Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more. Don't miss a single second with Paramount Plus starting from September the 6th. Let's have a look at comparison. So I'll read... 
I'll read these out and then I'll come to you. So I'll read them out for mainly for the benefit of those listening to the podcast version. So we've done a captaincy comparison um, and uh, with some fabulous uh, pictures of uh, Salah, Haaland and Jesus up. And so we compare their prices. Obviously, we, we know a lot of their prices. Salah's most expensive. Then Haaland's at 12 million, which is arguably what he should have been priced at um, in the summer. But he's back back to where he should be. Uh, and Jesus at uh, 8.1. So he's actually got a price drop. So people have been valid enough. They've seen enough. If he can't yeah, well, score he against yeah. Ten Hag's United, a bit unfair, isn't scored. it? Well, he hasn't scored since game week two, and I think people sometimes maybe don't watch the games and maybe overreact to it a little bit. Um, I'll certainly be. He looked good against United on Sunday, yeah. so I'd certainly be keeping faith. Yeah, definitely. Well, having a look at the expected goals and expected assists and shots in the box, people perhaps wise to keep faith. So, um, expected goals up. Arland is is the one here, six point four. I mean that's huge. Um, uh, Jesus three point three nine expected goals, still pretty good. So he's expected to have scored um, uh, uh, quite a few. Um, And Salah two point five five. So not too shabby, but not not Harland or or Jesus levels. And expected assists. This is where Salah's a bit better. So we could be getting some assist points there. He's at one point five four for expected assists this season. Harland and uh, and Jesus negligible, um, less than uh, just over or just around three quarters of a goal all season. They're expected to have assisted. That's not a lot. Um, and shots in the box. Harland fifteen. Wowzers. Uh, Salah five. Uh, Jesus seven. So once again, Jesus and and well, Harland's Harland's got the form. Okay, here. <laughs> so what we're saying here. So what what does this show us about the captaincy this week? I think just going through them kind of individually, I mean, Salah, he's had a slow start, hasn't he? He's blanked in three of his six games, mm. pretty quiet against Everton. He did hit the post later on, but um, Klopp came out after and he dismissed the idea that he's playing wider. But yeah. I think when you look at the heat maps, um, it, it must be an effect of Darwin, um, possibly Harvey Elliott in midfield behind him. It changes the dynamic a little mm. bit. He does seem to be wide, a bit more wider. Yeah. But I think more of an issue for the salary is that, that Liverpool aren't at their top level at the moment. And, you know, Van Dijk, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Fabinho, they're, they're, it's not quite happening. And no. I think, ob- obviously, that's going to impact Salah when his team aren't creating as many chances for him. The, the key thing for me is Thiago potentially being back. Oh, okay. I think they really, really missed him. And I think he's, he's in with a shout, I think, of playing against Napoli. And if he's back for the weekend, I think that gives me a bit more confidence oh, okay. to go with a Salah for captaincy and he, he pulls the strings in midfield I think he'll really help them okay so I, yeah, yeah so that's yeah. that's making me think that these stats here are in a way could be out of date if we think Liverpool can improve um, yeah. with Thiago back um, I think the intriguing one about Haaland though is his stats are great his form is great I mean he, he could potentially break all sorts of records this season particularly well particularly for us FPL managers in terms of points um, but it is that fixture, really. It's that form v fixture. It's a classic, classic debate for people to consider. I mean, is, is that what they've just got to come down to, really? Form v fixture? Because Haaland looks on paper the best captain. Yeah, I mean, 10 goals in six starts, isn't it? It's top yeah. for everything from goals, bonus, shots in the box, big chances. Hex G just reel them off and he's yeah. top. Um, we have been a bit concerned about minutes, haven't we, mm. prior to the weekend? But having watched him live at the weekend, he doesn't have a massive workload in that City team. He tends to, he's the focal point of that attack. 
City have so much of the ball. It's a really different yeah. role to what he played at Dortmund. So I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, he, he can just stand there and just soak up yeah. the, the shots. And uh, I saw one, yeah, yeah one, one of his goals. I don't think he, he moved anything apart from a leg. Yeah. I think it was near the goal. He just yeah. simply just swang his foot out. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, he's not he's not that involved in the, the mm. way that they play, mm. but he pops up and he plays well in those very dangerous areas, so, and he's great. It, the fixture puts me off this week. I do think Spurs are a very, very good defensive okay. team under Conte, right. and that's why I'm kind of siding with a certain Egyptian um, instead, but I can totally understand why people are just slamming that captaincy on Haaland each right. week and not really thinking too much about it. Um, I mean, there is just. I just want to mention my team, Brighton, who obviously I've already mentioned, but I'm going to keep mentioning. Uh, but they do have a great fixture against Bournemouth, um, and and already we're seeing in the chat uh, uh, some talk there. Yes, Pavel's Gravel has said I'm going to captain Gross or McAllister this week, um, so he's, he's seen enough, <laughs> and uh, he's going to he's going to side for them. But but that wouldn't be perhaps a bad shout, really, to go for one of these differentials, elite player, perhaps. Um, against Nottingham Forest. Um, what you, just before we look at our top three picks, what do you think about this week being a quite good week to perhaps be a bit different? It's, it's risky, isn't it? Because you're backing teams. I mean, Bournemouth have had a little bit of an upturn in their form under the new uh, the new manager. It's coming for Parker. They obviously won at the weekend, mm. and they they kept they kept a clean sheet in the match before that. I personally wouldn't be looking at Brighton this week. And I think Leeds are still, can we really trust them? Um, I don't feel as though we we can at the moment. I think if you had Bamford from two seasons ago, who was that player Mm -hmm. who was producing consistently for them, at the moment you've kind of got, you've got Aronson, you've got Sinisteri, you've got Harrison who was pulled off at half-time at the weekend. Bamford isn't 100% fit. I find it quite hard to pinpoint a player at Leeds who I'd captain. So... I'm quite safe. I'm quite a safety. I have a safety first approach with my captaincy. I tend to go for the big hitters. Yeah. Um, all of this discussion about us not being totally convinced it does point towards maybe a differential pick, but there's no one really mm. jumping out for me okay. even there with that. Okay. Which is, well, um, which is uh, why I'm looking elsewhere. Trossard, Gross, they would jump out at me. So I've got Gross. So okay. it's a tempter. It's a tempter. Um, but let's have captain a look at that. And, captain and a wing back um, of a mid, a, mid, a mid table team. I mean, it just sounds, but he's wow. getting in the right positions. I mean, he's I, kind of playing as an inside forward. Well, as well, I, d- I don't it? know how right. your maths is doing, but top four is it's not mid table, is it? Uh, I'm sure, I'm not sure it's mid table. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, do, you are doing very, very well. So, mm. uh, okay. Uh, as Jay's, uh, J77Lags points out, triple captaining a Brighton player never works out. No, I'm not suggesting triple captain. <laughs> Let's have a look so, at our top three picks. Also, a reminder, I forgot to do it earlier, for a reminder to please subscribe. Please uh, press like as well. Um, well. It really helps us pressing like, but also subscribe because we're, uh, we, we've, uh, we've, we've got a whole bunch of new subscribers this uh this season which is great thanks a lot i think we pushed over the 80k mark and um uh it really helps you to keep in touch with uh, all, all the great content that we've got um coming up um so let's have a look at our picks then um yeah do you, do you want to go first then in you i mean we've got the same three players but in the words of eric morcom not necessarily in the same right order um so who, who are your picks then and what order you got them yeah, so number one, um, Salah, I'm going with him again. I think if Liverpool improve in Napoli in the Champions League, that's going to be enough for me to captain Salah. I'm going to need to watch that match first, but if I see enough there, I'll go with him. Thiago's, okay. return, Thiago's return feels key for me. Um, okay. so he's my top pick. 
top of pick, top pick on Tuesday anyway. Um, and then number two, I've gone Haaland, settled so well. It's a tough fixture. Um, and that's why I'm slightly kind of edging towards Salah. Third, Jesus, decent option, playing well. Yeah. I think, he'll be, I think he'll be back on the score sheet soon, but I have a little bit more faith in um, in, the, in, the, in in City and, and Liverpool if we see enough from them against Napoli to, to put them marginally ahead of Jesus. Okay, I mean, I think I think the Champions League time um, is uh, is key, definitely, um, because if we see, if we see them on the subs bench and, and not really come on, maybe last ten minutes uh, midweek in the Champions League, then uh, that would give me more faith. So a lot of my picks will be based on those those team sheets and press conferences. So my picks in order. I actually think Jesus is the best option this week. Um, I am swayed by how good Spurs' defence can be. I think Haaland will score. I'm not sure he'll score more than one. Jesus could absolutely haul against Everton. He might not. So it is a risk. And you are starting to make me think a bit more about Salah. He is my third pick. So I'm going Jesus, Haaland and Salah. But you are starting to woo me with the idea that Liverpool might improve. Um, and I do think, despite what people say, I think he's really reliable. I mean, for goals and an assist. I, I, don't, mind seeing, I don't mind seeing Salah play anywhere, really. I mean, he's not going to play in goal, but I, I don't mind him on the wing. I don't mind him uh, cent- more central. He's not playing well, is he? But he's got five attacking returns in, in six matches That's or it. something. And that, that tells you everything you need to know, that when it does click for him, um, it's, it, we're going to be in a good position with him and a good place. Um, but I do, want, I do want to watch that Napoli match first. I think that's key. Yeah, definitely, I do. Uh, I think so too. So, well, good luck with, you, with your decision, because it, it sounds like it, it, Salah at the moment, but it could be. You don't rule out any others. And, for me, Jesus, but I certainly don't rule out any others. Um, um, but and, and I can tell from the chat as well um, that there is a lot of choice this week. Um, Tom, thanks so much for joining me. Good luck with your decision. Good luck, everyone watching and listening with your decisions as well. It's going to be um, quite a tough, tough week for the captaincy. So we could see some big swings in our many leagues. But um, good luck with your uh, decisions there.